the swag after them bows. Look, is that, and is welcome that to the Sartorio uh, Geek Podcast, my Webster style, where we talk about bow ties, comic books, and everything in between. I am your host, Webster Style, the man, the voice, the fragrance. Thank you for joining me today, and let's jump right into it. Now, this week's download is actually a game that's been out for about a year now, and in the gaming circles, it has, um, let's say, been somewhat controversial, and that game is The Avengers. Now, on the surface, it looks like a really cool game, but many over the year, especially when it initially launched, really criticized the game for its overly unnecessarily grinding in order to really unlockables it is what's known as a game as a service so it's a game that is pretty much published with the intent to distribute more and more content over time to give it life but also to extract more dollars from those users and the Avengers game, it's one of those games where, like, I'm a big Marvel fan. I saw it when it came out. It looked cool, but it was just something not quite right when I saw it. And I never really wanted to get into it uh, simply because of that. And then seeing all the reviews and people's comments about it, it's like, eh, you know, I'll wait around before I really see what this game is all about. Well, let me tell you, if you were ever interested in this game, now is the time to get interested in it so it recently was added to xbox game pass and i played it for about an hour so and i will say it is not anything special but it is fun and let me explain to you it's your normal uh, sort of superhero beat em up mechanics it looks great it looks gorgeous it's really cool being able to go online and to play missions with three other peoples especially with the selection of characters they have but selection of characters sucks um, I think there are only I don't know eight or nine characters you can choose from at the moment and that's because of all of the other DLC that has come as added characters, so you have uh, both versions of Hawkeye, the Clinton Barton character, and the Kate Bishop character, uh, because of those DLC packs that came out, as well as T'Challa, Black Panther, uh, and, it, and so that goes in addition to Captain America, Captain America, Hulk, Widow, uh, Miss Marvel, and Iron Man, I believe, and Thor. Yeah, so those are all of the characters you have to choose from. And I haven't gotten into the story mode yet. I'm looking forward to that. I just have just played uh, a few hours of some of the uh, missions, online missions. So gameplay is really fun. I can see how many talked about it being repetitive, but I'm recommending it now. One, because it's on Game Pass. So if you have Game Pass, you should do it. And two, as of this recording, uh, October 8th, 2021 many outlets both physical and digital are have the game heavily discounted for just twenty dollars at twenty dollars is a great pickup uh, and it's in digital stores and i saw it in target the other day discounted for it down to twenty dollars as well so if you're interested now is the time to jump on to the avengers it is it is a good game but it's a really good game at that twenty dollars price point, and at the price point of free ninety nine with your Game Pass subscription. So that is my download for the week: The Avengers by Adas and 
where Enix, Eidos, Crystal Dynamics, all of those players had a hand in it. Now let's get to these short takes. So this week we had the, the debut trailer of the new Resident Evil movie, which is going to take us back into a more grounded, more fateful adaptation of Resident Evil compared to the Mila jo- Jovovich, Jolovich movies that uh, came out uh, from what 2000 2001 up until a couple of years ago which I actually enjoyed every single one of them by the way they were mindless popcorn movies but they were what they were and I enjoyed them so I had somewhat high hopes now I, I'll you talk you've heard me talk about Resident Evil before I'm not a huge Resident Evil fan per se but I understand the lore I've watched many videos and gameplay so in that aspect I'm looking for a certain look a certain aesthetic certain feeling Charlie didn't do it for me. There's something about, first of all, the dude playing Leon Kennedy does not look like Leon Kennedy. I'm, I'm, I'm sad at that. That disappointed me. Even some of the special effects, the liquors and some of the other creatures. I don't get this impending sense of dread and of a zombie apocalypse from this trailer that I was really hoping from a more grounded, realistic and faithful adaptation adaptation of Resident Evil. And the movie is Resident Evil, Welcome to Raccoon City, which essentially tells the stories of both Resident Evil 1 and 2. So you do get to see the stars team in the Spencer Mansion as well as the events of Raccoon City afterwards. So I'm wondering how they're going to do that. They do have that iconic scene recreated where you see that first zombie in Resident Evil uh, when you stumble upon him in that hallway and he turns his head and looks at but you have to he's taking a chunk out of somebody uh that was kind of cool but that was really the coolest part for me i i have to see more uh, to really get a better sense of if i'm this is a movie i'm going to want to see or not especially since it comes out in november is not that much it doesn't come out that far from now so it's one of those things where uh, i wasn't overly impressed so that's raccoon uh excuse me resident evil welcome to raccoon city uh check out the trailer let me know what you think my second short take is La Brea episode two. I'm not giving a full review on this one because this will be summed up in really, 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 well, really, really quickly. One, the most interesting access aspects of the show is everything or are everything that's going on or basically other things that are going on in the present with figuring out where this light came from and how the husband is connected and the government coming on board like these are the things that are interesting everything is going on in the past i could care less there are just so many stupid decisions that are being made when it comes to survival for instance in episode one they were attacked by wolves at night okay great you fought off the wolves great why in the world is anybody sleeping outside in a sleeping bag with all of the sort of cars and debris that are around? You can easily sleep inside of something to provide extra air protection. I would be afraid something's going to come snatch me in the middle of the night if I'm sleeping outside in a sleeping bag. I'm like, that was just dumb. Then there was a, and I'm nitpicking, but it's just things you observe. It's like, come on now. Like, these things don't make sense if you're in this situation. Then they were attacked by saber-toothed tigers, and they were literally in front of a ambulance instead of running inside the ambulance and locking the door they've tried to run away from the saber-toothed tigers i don't understand that anyway and then it was another thing it was a gentleman um very clean cut gentleman in a white oxford shirt he is has his hands 
in the car trying to fix it. He then proceeds to put his hand on his shirt. His hand is clean like it had not been in the car. I was like, who did anybody not notice this? Who wrote this? Like, there's so many little things that just distract me from the overall story. And again, the acting, as I said before, I am not. And I don't blame the actors, I blame the writing. The writing has just not been top notch. They will get an episode three out of me in this only because the stuff going on in the daytime, excuse me, in the daytime, in the present is interesting to me. And stuff going on in 10,000 BC, they could all be saber to tiger food for all I care. Okay, that's my short take on that. So my last short take is something that was actually unexpected. It is... Uh, it's weird. Netflix is weird with their interactive movies, and I don't know if you have done any of them in the past. The Black Mirror one got really good reviews, and people got into that, and I didn't do that one. Uh, the only one I've ever done is the Minecraft Season 1 one, which was pretty neat and interesting. But they recently released Enter the Undertaker, which basically is an interactive movie where you guide the new day through the Undertaker's compound in order to uh, take his urn, steal his urn. There's a lot of different uh, scenarios, as you can imagine, in this. So I ended up uh, sitting down with the family. We went through that the other day, and I was presently, pleasantly surprised how much fun we had. Um, we are, well, I am particularly a, a wrestling fan, and that's wrestling period, not just WWE, but uh, you cannot deny the New Day and the New Day's mass appeal, and I'm great. Those brothers worked hard to put that gimmick over, and now it's always over. And then you have The Undertaker, one of the most legendary gimmicks ever, which frankly would not work today, which is why I'm glad they are using him in these sort of ways. Like his persona, he looks like a creepy ass old Undertaker now. You know, not like he did 25 years ago. Like he looks like, so he could be scary. I wonder if they'll actually do a proper horror movie with him, much like they did with Kane. Uh, many years ago with the See No Evil series. Still haven't watched the second one of that, but the first one was pretty good as him playing a serial killer, Jacob Kidnight. Good night. So, yeah, but I would say recommend it. It's only, it's uh, 31 minutes and it's really fun to go through some of the uh, multiple uh, branching paths. So, yeah, enter The Undertaker on Netflix with The New Day and The Undertaker was really, really fun. Even if you're not a wrestling fan, it was really, really fun. So I definitely recommend it. So on this next part, we're keeping with the uh, theme in this case since we started with Ended the Undertaker. I was on Quirk Chat and one of the questions of the day was what movie what, what movie or movies do you watch this time of year that get you in the season? And my first initial reaction was Fright Night. Fright Night is one of my favorite horror movies, favorite vampire movies of all time. It is a movie that I can watch over and over again. I have watched over and over again and never get tired of it. But then that got me thinking, there's one movie that now is an adult that I always reference back to Halloween that puts me in the uh, mood for the season, and that is Halloween 3, The Season of the Witch. And I find it amazing because this is a Halloween movie that I did not like as a child. I did not like it 
particularly because there was no Michael Myers. And I'm not even a big Michael Myers fan, but Halloween Kills looks amazing. I can't wait to see that, by the way. So I spent many of my adolescent and teenage years uh, really detesting this movie because of, of it wasn't a quote-unquote Halloween movie. It's just like, hey, they slapped it on it. But being the movie buff that I am, really knowing that this was essentially what they were trying to do and turn the Halloween series into more of an anthology after the events of Halloween 2 with Michael being burned in, you know, dying like he was supposed to way back when. Uh, so that was the start, but it didn't work. So that's why they ended up bringing back Michael Myers in Halloween 4, The Return of Michael Myers. But looking at it just as that, Halloween 3 is a really great piece of 80s horror I mean it's this the, the theme song or silver shamrock just the, the whole you have literally the premise is batshit crazy and it's amazingly so uh, you have uh, silver shamrock which is a company who has come to dominate and become the hottest thing as far as masks are concerned and there are three different masks the pumpkin sumi jack or lantern the witch and the cool I believe it is so you have Tom Atkins, the legendary 80s horror actor, Tom Atkins. If you don't know Tom Atkins, is, you have not watched 80s horror movies. Uh, he was in so many different things, including Halloween 3, Night of the Creeps. Uh, what else was he in? Man, it's, it's ridiculous how many things. He was in The Fog. Uh, man, it's just so many things. He, he's like 80s horror movie. More than likely, you saw him in it. So... He's in this, is playing a cop, and I would say nothing to Tom, none of the movies Tom was in, his character was too different from each movie, which is one of the things that made it great, you know what you got, got when you saw him in a movie, and it's just crazy, you have Halloween masks that are in, imbued with the power of Stonehenge, because every medallion has a sliver of the room. Um, of one of the to runes from Tomesenge or a rune made from the Stone of Stonehenge and they're using uh, Celtic so they're using Celtic magic uh, to pretty much get revenge and take over and kill the kids it's just it's crazy it's cr and then there are androids that it's, it's crazy but it's such a great movie uh the late great mario van peebles is in the movie as well excuse me melvin van peebles mario's his son it's it's one of those movies if you have not seen halloween 3 and i'm rambling a bit but it's just such an amazing movie and it's like i said it's batshit crazy when you think about it but this tom scares is his doctor who realizes what's going on and is trying to stop them and they are uh, they are trying to stop him and trying to get to his family and it's man it's crazy it's great if you have not seen halloween 3 season of the witch i highly recommend you watch it this halloween it is it is such a i would say it's one of the quintessential 80s horror movies and with that we're going to take a break and come back on the flip side with a whole lot of style a whole lot of tech and a whole lot of fragrance
And we're back from the break, and I totally forgot to talk about What If, episode 9 in the short takes. It tells you how forgettable it was for me. I just feel like overall this series started off really good and just went south really quickly. It is not horrible, but in the overall scheme of things, it doesn't. It didn't have the impact on me that it started out having. And with the last episode, you had the grand finale where they fought against Ultron, and in this case, the Watcher interfered and grabbed all of the heroes we've seen in addition to a Gamora in the Thanos armor who was accompanied by Tony Stark in the Hulkbuster armor. And apparently, doing some research, that was an episode that was ultimately cut because of time constraints with people doing work at home during COVID. So it was really sad to see and apparently that episode is supposed to be a part of the next season. I just feel like it just... At the end of the day, what was the point? What was the real point of the What If series? It was nice. It was fun. But to have this sort of grand finale, it didn't really need to have a grand finale. It could have just been overall overarching character stories, which is what we had until they tried to shoehorn a sort of interconnected plot. So that's my take on What If episode nine the last month i talked about fall style essentials but i want to talk about just something that should be a part of any man's um, wardrobe accessories and that's a good watch and i'm not talking about you need to have a rolex or anything like that i'm not big on those uber expensive watches but just something that you should have on your wrist. Well, actually, you really, I think you should have a couple different watches for different occasions. But I'm going to go back into the world of smartwatches for a moment. Now, I have talked about the Misfit, Misfit Vapor that I was wearing for a while. And it unfortunately conked out on me. So, and since Misfit, Misfit as a company is what it was, it doesn't exist anymore. There's no one for me to call um, to talk about the battery just like not holding the charge anymore, which was sad and unfortunate. Uh, even for the 50 bucks that I paid for it, I expected a bit longer life because it wasn't even about the software. just the battery just went and ended up going kaput on me. So I am very disappointed with that. And I really utilized it a whole lot more than I thought I would initially it really became my everyday watch uh the sleep tracking it, it it didn't really do that but just as a watch as notifications as a workout tracker not so much a, a step tracker because the passive tracking on it wasn't that great and i think partially that was software because a couple times when i actually uh rebooted it from the ground up it did do it passively and then it just stopped so i think it was more of a software issue than anything else so, but I really enjoyed that watch, and it's one of the ones that it, it made me really value that smartwatch uh, utility. So, with that, I've been looking into possibly getting another watch, but I don't want a plain smartwatch, and that's sort of the issue. And I've delve or I've been in the pool of hybrids before. The current uh, misfit that I'm wearing, the um, Misfit Command Watch is a quote-unquote hybrid, but it simply just gives you a little ticker that tells you 
uh, how far along you are on your steps and also if you get a text message or whatnot based on your settings on the app it tells you that you have that there and also it rings accordingly or buzzes accordingly uh, based on what the notification is which is cool uh, but there are many uh, sort of quirks with that and it's not as effective as having a screen and then I have the Martian line of watches to have I have the voice uh, watch as well as the notifier and those are absolutely beautiful especially the voice watch but the problem with the voice watch is when they made it they embedded the watch battery underneath of the microchip for the display and everything and it is very difficult to replace so essentially I have a nice looking watch that I cannot use uh, with that but each one of those have a small LCD screen which you get your notifications flashing by like a little ticker tape or, or a ticker or billboard what have you and you can't respond in like that but it again it's a notice for notification so you can see what's there so you can then access your phone also as far as you get the notification of who's calling as well uh, back when I wore the notifier heavy it was a really good utility to have um, in meetings uh, that I had that way I didn't have to look at my phone. I knew someone was coming or calling. I knew a text message was coming through and I didn't have to take my time and energy away from the meeting I was in. So I loved that aspect of it, but it doesn't do anything else. It's a watch with a notification screen, which is cool, but I need it more, especially after having the vapor for the time that I had. So I've been looking at two very specific watches and I will say I am not one that has to have the latest and greatest when it comes to tech. I just have to have something that works. And one of the things I've been looking at a watch I'm looking at is the LG Watch 7. Now this is a hybrid Android watch. So it's Android Wear watch. So it's running Android Wear 2.0 but it also has a layer where you have real watch hands and the bezel is a black bezel on a silver body that has the numbers there so in its ambient mode you have a real functioning working watch and it uses pre-installed watch faces uh, with Android Wear that really utilize the watch hands as well so they aren't as much of an obstruction and then one of the things I like about it which we'll see also with the next watch I'm going to talk about is uh, that the hands move out of the way i.e. they go straight on to a horizontal to let you read any messages um, or a really even function with the touch screen and it also physical controls on the side with the uh, buttons and the crown as well so that's one that I've been looking at and it looks pretty cool I've seen various reviews on it so I'm interested in really possibly picking it up and even uh, secondhand use I'm seeing it for about a hundred bucks which I think is a really good deal uh, even for a watch that's it's really like three four years old now it's been out for a while especially with the version of software but it's still functioning and it's still charging that's really all that matters as far as I'm concerned the next one I'm looking at is from the Fossil Group, and that's the Fossil HR. And this one takes a little bit different approach. This one actually uses an e-ink screen instead of your full-color LCD. In addition to, just like the Watch 7, the functioning uh, watch hands 
as part of one of the wash layers as well. And this one, the battery life, it really advertises as being really ridiculous because of the e-ink screen, which really makes sense. Now with the Watch 7, it advertises, I believe it's a two to three day battery life if you're using a screen, but a hundred day battery life if you're just using it as a watch. Uh, which is pretty good. I forget what the actual uh, battery quote unquote uh, measurements are for the Fossil HR, but I'm pretty sure it's pretty ridiculous considering it's an EA screen and e-ink gets phenomenal battery life. Uh, that's uh, very similar in its functionality to the watch um, w7 as far as the hands moving out of the way and, and this and that i don't believe it's touch screen though uh, but i will have to uh, do further research but those are two watches i'm looking at i'm really looking at hybrids for my next smart watch and there aren't a lot out there uh there was one from iTech or iTouch or whatever it is but uh, I forget the company, but that watch is several, several years old and it's running on a proprietary software. So it's one of those ones where it has been updated. So it's not one that I am going to. I thought about it because you can find it pretty reasonable on Amazon for about 45 bucks. But it's software that's old. It's not been updated. And at least I know with the Fossil and the LG, uh, there are still updates for that, and, and even if not, especially from my experience with the uh, Misfit, Wear OS 2.0 works pretty doggone good. So, I am not really, uh, I won't be upset if it's a watch that doesn't upgrade to Wales 3.0 or whatever the most current version is uh, coming out. So, that's my style take, more style tech tape. I'm looking uh, forward to really exploring and doing more research and possibly purchasing one of those watches in the future. And now it's time for the fragrance of the week. And this one is, man, is one that really surprised me. And this one is Born in Roma by Valentino. It is uh, labeled as a sweet synthetic, but I don't get too much, a lot of sweetness. Let me get into the notes. So you're gonna have notes of vetiver, salt, violet leaf, sage and ginger and this is man this is a very nice vetiver fragrance i love the spiciness of it it's man it's one of those when i read the notes i didn't know what to expect i get the, the violet and the vetiver it's it's really i love the masculineness of that and i love the spiciness man it's i'm, I'm sitting here sniffing it as I, I talk and just really getting a good sense of it and then um man it's the mineral salt as well it gives it a good edge and that's one of the things i like about it you, you have that vetiver that classic sort of vetiver with a little bit of smoke to it um and that violet leaf that really gives it a lot of uh depth but then that edge with the sage and the salt and the vetiver excuse me the sage and the salt and the ginger it's man man this is this is good this is really really good and it is weird because i don't have such a deep impression because this is really my first time smelling it and i really like this fragrance man i don't see this i can see this for the fall i can't see this for the winter uh this is definitely one that will be really good in the spring this is definitely a date night fragrance I don't, I don't see you wearing this to the office. I see you wearing this um, to ensnare that person you're trying to ensnare. Uh, man, this is a really, really good fragrance. I can definitely see 
people getting a closer to you to get a second whiff of this one this is uh uh, Born in Roman, this is the man version. They have a female version as well uh, by Valentino. I, I recommend it, and price-wise, it's it's not astronomical either. Uh, the 3.4 ounce is $97. The 1.7 ounce is 80 bucks. So again, 100 100 excuse me, under $100. So it's that sub $100 range, and it's fairly recent, I believe. So give it a little bit of time, you'll see it on discounters. Uh, probably you know in a short time frame so we get it below that so that's born in roma by valentino it's man it's really good i'm i'm shocked i'm really really shocked at how good it is i didn't expect to like it as much it literally kind of reminds me of um what other violet fragrance i've had before as uh was hugo boss uh bottle night it gives me that sense but with more of an edge because of that ginger and sage and that mineral salt. Uh, so it, it has some reminiscence of that. But then, of course, you have the vetiver involved in that as well. So it's it's different. But the violet note reminds me of that Hugo Boss bottle night as well, which is uh, one that's pretty good as well. If you want to pick that one up and as you can imagine, it's bottle night. So it's it's all about date night and going out at night. So that's it for the fragrance of the week. And unfortunately, that is it for another episode of the Sartorial and Geek podcast by Webster Style, where we talk about bow ties, comic books, and everything in between. I have been your host, Webster Style. Feel free to find us on the web at WebsterStyle.com. Find us on Instagram at Webster Style and at Sartorial and Geek. Find us on Twitter at Webster Style and always send us an email info at WebsterStyleMagazine.com. Thank you as always for joining us and remember, stay safe out there and be blessed. This is me right here. Baby, you see this? Nah, this is... Hold on. I mean, I can change. I thought... Never mind. Forget it. I'm a Jenny Jenny Miffinny Muffinny Finicky when it comes to the killing spree, aka that's an ensemble. Are you the enemy if you're not defending the presence of Millie in the vicinity without a bow tie? Okay, I might have went over the edge. Besides, I really left them clothes on them legs and thighs. Need to get strong, we can lift them to the sky. The party's off to twerk. We got a little time, time, time to get it on. And no fact, I'm the type of pussy on. And after that, take a picture with the I'm choosing what we own. That was Tree Green Tuesday. Had to be Bowtie Thursday. Had to be. White Wednesday? Uh, I don't know. Well, I know last time. Well, I wore polka dot. You didn't wear. Oh, I million them heels killing them. But I'm sure it's a Thursday. Bowtie Thursday. Pasta cream in your heels looking sharp. Hey, acting like you don't know the rules up in the workplace. Must I remind you it was till on your birthday? Don't get me wrong, I think we killed in the birthdays. And you picked the hell of fit for the church day. Let's say you picked the wrist game for it. Now you got the floor filled with bras that you purchase. Pick a color scheme that can match the very corset. Seems. Do it again. Not, chicks be looking thick leggings, you know what I mean? I don't, I don't know.
take a hint, though. Don't try to get me at a moment. Moment, though. Smoking hot, rocking this pen. So thin, tie hairline, looking like a stint. So pimp, no lie, I'm shopping in the utensil. And stroke, mental, plain dang, homie. I was hoping we could walk out with that bang, bang, honey. See them plain James, honey. Get them lame friends, honey. We tell it, fit it crazy like that thing came on me. Hey, homie. Look a lady, main thing, want me on the scene. Fit popping like a main vein, running blood color, lips smashing with the hand. Clutch money, holding bag, kinda funny. Can you tell me what's the price I got the range? Rover, hang on me. When we walking, looking Gucci like that thing sprayed on me. Walking with a limp like an ankle sprained on me. Yeah, I rocked the cardigan. She don't really want me because one man should have all that style. Take it off, clothes on the floor, pass it. And the one girl should fit it all in them jeans. So take it up and let me see what's under them scenes. Cause no one man should have all that style. Take it off, clothes on the floor, pass it. Oh, you wanted to? Oh, I completely read that wrong. Oh, thank you.